Hold up. What was that? Boring. No flavor. That was as bad as those leftovers you ate all week. Kiki Palmer here. And it's time to say hello to something fresh and guilt free. Hello, Fresh. Jazz up dinner with pecan, crusted chicken, or garlic, butter, shrimp, scampi. Now that's music to my mouth. Hello, Fresh. Let's get this dinner party started. Discover all the delicious possibilities at HelloFresh.com. Hiring for your small business? If you're not looking for professionals on LinkedIn, you're looking in the wrong place. That's like looking for your car keys in a fish tank. LinkedIn helps you hire professionals you can't find anywhere else. Even those who aren't actively searching for a new job but might be open to the perfect role. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't even visit other leading job sites. So start looking in the right place. With LinkedIn, you can hire professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash achieve today. So great, ladies and gentlemen. So you know, at as told by nomads, I like to bring disruptors, people that are doing innovative things to your ears. And uh, today's episode is, is no different. I met these two guys because, um, you know, I've grown to be friends with um, uh, the founder of the company. And when I saw what they were doing at their gaming company and I saw how it was creating opportunities for people in the gaming industries and gaming developers, I knew that they had to be on the show. So in this episode, we dive into how to democratize in the industry. We dive into the entrepreneurship journey and we dive into ways that they found funding. So if you're an entrepreneur looking to grow your idea into something disruptive, definitely check out this episode. If you know someone in the gaming industry looking to create games and solve problems today, this is definitely the episode for you. Hope you enjoy it. And as always, send me a message after you listen to the episode. In a world where very few people embrace their global identity and seek to understand their neighbors, cross-cultural expert Tayo Roxon is on a mission to bridge this divide. Each week, he'll open your mind with insights from some of the global minds in the world. Get ready, take some notes, and learn how to be the best you that you can be. Welcome everybody to another episode of As Told by Nomads and today's guests are people that I know. Yes, I, I might have lived in one of them. Um, I'm talking to the founder and co-founder of Wonder, uh, which is an amazing gaming platform. Welcome to the show. Thank, Thank you. you. Thank you very much for having us here, Teo. I appreciate yes. it. Pleasure is mine. Pleasure is mine. And before we get into what uh, the amazing platform that is Wonder, I would love both of you to, to sort of give us an introduction and, in, you know, give us some insight into who you are. How did you end up falling into the world of entrepreneurship? What led you down this path? And then after both of you talk, maybe how you both met. Sure, sure, sure. So to make a... A long story, medium short, um, <laughs> from Miami, um, started doing marketing and distribution um, with my family. They had an import and export business. Um, then I got into TV. Uh, luckily, I um, was doing marketing and I had the opportunity to produce and uh, kind of understood what storytelling was and putting it in that format and uh, moved to New York. To New York and uh, got into media, and that's really when everything really started. Uh, we basically, uh, I met uh, one of my partners, Josh, 
and uh, we created a, a media portal called crimetv.com. And Josh says, hey, Boris, let's do a game. And uh, that's basically when it started. Wow. Wow. Okay. Okay. From Miami to New York, uh, and, and now, you're, now you're here. Mike, what about you? Well, oddly enough, I lived in Miami, too. Um, but Boris and I didn't know each other there, which is interesting considering you're both in entertainment, right? So I had worked um, in journalism at People and In Touch Weekly. And, um, you know, it's, and journalism, <clears throat> part of, like, uh, what I cover was uh, pop culture items. So, right. you know, gaming was, gaming was coming up. And then uh, one day I had met Boris, and I had also worked at Huffington Post. And why don't we tell the story of how we met? Yeah, sure. sure, sure. <laughs> so, um, so I had we actually met on a, a popular tech site um, for startups called AngelList. And uh, I had put my resume on there because I really, you know, technology is where it's at, you know, period. So I really wanted to get involved and I wanted to do something cool in technology. So one day I got a great email from this guy named Boris <laughs> and uh, <laughs> he said he liked my resume and, you know, let's meet. Long story medium, at the time I was working with Huffington Post and when I met Boris and I was talking to him and he was describing a bit of the platform and uh, I hope I'm not jumping ahead here, of what his okay. vision was, I knew to myself that this guy was absolutely going to go change uh, the gaming industry much, he was going to democratize it much the way Huffington Post did. And um, so, you know, I was in, I remember leaving that day, uh, we met at this great little place in West Village, and I had known that day that my life had changed. So I was pretty excited. I mean, I am excited, you know, even yeah. more so. That's it's so interesting hearing both of you talk because with you, Boris, I can hear that you've always been that entrepreneurial. Your family, you know, had had this business. You, you know, you you moved cities to you know to pursue opportunities. So you could see that, and and you you might you, you're like you're a creative at heart, right? It seems mm. like yeah, you, you have this. Uh, you know, you're in media, but you like to the idea of telling stories and giving people power with uh, you know creative outlets. And I guess that's what connected both of you. you is, is that what you feel like you connected on? Yeah, yeah, I, I definitely do. I, I mean, you know, one, one of the key things is, you know, when I looked at Michael's profile, I, I, I knew that he didn't fit the uh, the typical gamer type. And, um, you know, he was somebody who understood pop culture. And at the end of the day, I just felt that he would know that if he saw something cool and if he liked it, then if he was sold, then, you know, I know I have something. Yeah. So, um, you know, that's that that was the approach. Um, and I showed him some uh, 3D objects, you know, floating in clouds. And that was the first iteration of our 3D stream. And I was so excited that day. And uh, when he saw that, he understood, you know, 3D on the web. OK, you know, and so um, since that point, you know, I knew that he could wrap his head around it. It was a big industry. Um, and Michael has been with me now for about eight months, um, and he is, he is doing amazing. He's wrapped the industry in his mind. He, he understands what we're doing. He understands the distribution process and just the magic of it all. Yeah. So, um, you know, it definitely well, that's, has, that's, it, a good <laughs> that's a good review. I like it. <laughs> no, but, you know, it, it's the truth. It's how we work, you know? So, you know, I, I think where we are, we're really in a special place right now with, with happening with technology, just where the internet is. And, and I felt that 
you know, as creatives, we really wanted to bring, you know, an amazing type of immersive type of experiences to users, right? And I, I, I love things that are like high production quality, but I like my quick fixes, right? Mm-hmm. So I know like immersive gaming, it was, you know, stuck with play, you know, PlayStation, Xbox, and these are like cumbersome for me, you know, to, to, to really get into. But I said to myself, you know, what if I could take, you know, what I'm creating on this $3,000 MSI computer and give that to the world? And I said, now that would be amazing. Yeah. So my head started putting and connecting certain dots together. And here we are. We have Wonder, um, an amazing, immersive 3D platform that gives this, you know, quality of gameplay within seconds. It's really amazing. So, you know, I think that not only are we helping ourselves, getting our creative, you know, kind of ideas out there, but there are over 10 million developers creating an Unreal Engine and Unity. And these engines are like the gaming engines that create some of the best games in the world. But here you are, we have a pool of 10 million developers that could use our platform and just distribute freely to the world. That to me is amazing yeah, yeah. How, how do you follow that up Mike? my <laughs> no i mean you know to me that's like you know uh, to follow it up i mean that it sums it up because i think that uh you know i i don't people say this where it's played out i definitely don't agree but democratization you know is is what it's about it's it's uh you know, it's giving people the power to to be creative in a different media. And there are a lot of people. In addition to the 10 million registered, you know, Unity and Unreal Engine developers, there's an entire market out there of people looking for the next best thing. And like I, you know, you know, you can be an artist, you can be a writer, you can be whatever. And now because of like assets that are out there, you can learn it and you can put together a game and we provide like another canvas for creatives. Um, yeah, and, and, and Michael, you're absolutely right. And I, and I think this is something that people really need to understand. So, you know, Unreal Engine and Unity, they have their marketplaces, meaning marketplaces where people have created assets, right? Such as animation, such as environments, 3D objects, right? So, you know, with a small group, with a lot of assets that are out there, right? So you can do some customizations, you know, you have your extras, right? You have your props, right? It, it just think about it as creating an interactive movie, right? So you have all this accessible to you, making it a lot cheaper and much more efficient to create a game and put it out there. So it's almost like, I'm not going to say exactly like Wix, but here you are, you have assets that you could bring together to bring an amazing immersive environment to people within a month and you can have high production value i mean things that you actually see like in movies i mean you could create an unreal and you could create in unity i mean it, it like you could stream 4k it's unbelievable so you know as michael was saying not only game developers but you know just creatives could you know now create games that are just not about getting points but can have a whole other story and a whole other type of uh you know swirl of imagination to go right right and and at the core you know both of you you've, you've alluded to this what it takes to sort of be a, a gaming developer is, is a it's a rigorous process it's maybe it's more expensive than 
you know, someone like me that might, might not be a gamer, for example, I didn't even know what it took to be a gamer. You're saying what you're doing is actually democratizing this. You're giving a lot of people access to what studios normally use and you're giving them that access to do that on their phone. Yes, yes. And, and, and you know, it's been happening for the past few years that even the, you know, democratization of actually creating games of assets and marketplaces. And, and when I looked at all of that, I said the only thing that was missing was a distribution point, right, to get that out there, right? So, yes, absolutely. I mean, you know, you don't really need to know um, much about gaming if you understand how to put a story together, you understand how to brand, right? Our platform allows people to do distribution via a link, meaning you can take that link, put it into you know, your text, send that text over to a friend, message it over on Skype, use your SMS. I mean, it goes anywhere that you could actually put an embed code and your game could actually live on any website. There is a blog, wherever. So now you have a distribution outlet like no other. And it's meant to scale. It's meant to grow. It is meant for everyone to use. That That's what our platform is really created for. Nice. But mind you, you know, the, the amazing part is, is that, you know, this game, right, one particular game or any of these games on our platform could play on your mobile phone, could play on your PC, and could play on your smart TV. And within a second, you could use your phone as a virtual remote control. And it feels so natural. I mean, we use our phones every day. We text on it every day. We don't realize that you don't even need to look at your phone. And here you are controlling your PC and your smart TV. And, I mean, it's really the best experience. You know, this is what I, a lot of the listeners here, they're entrepreneurs, aspiring entrepreneurs, they're trying to do something to disrupt the world. Both of you have identified a problem and you're, you're disrupting an industry that is a giant industry. Some people, the gaming industry is probably larger than the movie industry or maybe rivals it in terms of revenue. So what I want to peel back here to talk, talk to you both about this is this core mindset, this concept. What I heard was you found a, a problem, you, you positioned yourself as the, the solution to that problem, and then you created a distribution platform to help empower people. Now, these are, these are core concepts for any type of business, any entrepreneurship, business, individual age. What is the, identifying the problem that you want to solve, you know, making sure you're giving people that will, will benefit from this problem access to, to take agency of something, and then just um, creating a community around that. I, I think that there's a lot of benefit that, if that, could be, that could be learned from what you said if um, both of you... Both of you even drill down the idea of what happened. Because take me back to the early days when you, Michael, and you boys were talking and you were, you were looking at the market and you were looking at the industry and you were saying, like, there's so many people that are gamers. How are we going to compete? Where is our lane? Who is the person that we, so, we need? Just take me back there because I think a lot of people will benefit from understanding how to build a business. You know, it, it's, this is going to sound so cliche, but I'm going to say it. I looked within. Okay. I looked at what the problem was that I needed to solve for myself. And when I figured that out, I realized that I kind of unlocked the gates for everybody else. So that was really how it happened. I wanted to create amazing games and put them out to the world. And once I solved that, I solved a lot of people's problems, I believe. So, so, so that, that, that's so cute. And Michael, Michael, you as well. So you're saying... 
identifying because you love stories, Michael. So identifying yeah. the story in yourself that you feel like you need to tell or you need to solve within is often well, key to, you know, maybe even creating a community of people that have the same problem. Yeah. You know, I, it's funny you talk about competitors and this may sound crazy, but, um, I don't really think, I don't, I don't, I, when I was looking at it, I know we feel like this, you know, as a company, like we don't really look, we don't see them as competitors per se. I mean, we don't, nobody's actually doing what we do. So therefore, technically speaking, they're competitors. You know, I think that the challenge in the, in the looking inside was, um, and like Boris said, you know, grasping your head around technology and cloud and, you know, industry, you know, you have to, you have to like go into yourself because, you know, it's funny, Boris and I were talking yesterday and admittedly I've come a long way from the first time I met Boris, you know, you have to grasp all of that. And then I said, well, what's the narrative here? And what's the story we're telling? And the story we're telling is that games are easy to access now and games are a new form of entertainment. And uh, I don't know. So that, that's my narrative. My narrative is how do I take something complicated and simplify it to simplify it to the easiest way to comprehend what we do for not only industry stuff, but for consumers. Yeah. And this is good. This is good for me to even listen to hear and understand because, you know, I'm also not for it. And some of the things that people always say, and I love what you've done. If you look at what Netflix did or any of these people that disrupted an industry that was, that had so-called giants, even though, you know, I guess when Netflix started, no one was doing what Netflix did. I mean, right. was, it was right. blockbuster, but they didn't do it with the, the online platform that way. And I'm, I'm, I've always been fascinated by the type of mindset it takes to actually be bold enough to say, well, I'm going to be the guy or lady that does this. Because I have a lot of conversations with people and they defeat themselves before they even get started. They're like, no way. Who's going to yeah, care? Yeah. Well, such a good leader about that. You got to talk about that. He, yeah. This is totally true. Yeah. Right. Yeah. I, I, I mean, you know, I, I always think that to really do something and make do something impactful, it has to be big and it has to cater to a lot of people, but it has to be exciting, right? So I looked at the most exciting thing that I think that I want to be a part of, and I'm, I'm a creator, and I said, you know, how can I create a blockbuster movie without having to spend $30 million and allow people to create, you know, creative stories that look amazing like that and easily do it, and distribute it to the world. I mean, that to me is really exciting, dude. I, I, I that, that, that picture itself. And, um, you know, I, I think that's, that's really what it is, man. Just big, big vision. And big my, vision. my spirit just close to that. I love it. Uh, you see, this is already inspiring to hear. I, I always say you have to set a goal big enough that you grow into the person that can achieve that goal. And I, I, I don't think, um, you know, you know, playing small is going to serve anyone in the world. And, and it sounds like both of you haven't done that, so that's good. Let's let's go on to the other aspect, the the, the fun parts of entrepreneurship, or maybe not, depending on who you talk to. Raising money, right? So some people do, some people bootstrap, some people don't. Some people VC or angel investor. This idea, this courtship, this dating, figuring out who's the right investor, help me figure out what's the best huh. way to navigate this sea of. That's the bright person. This is the way it's going to be. 
So I have to say, right, you know, one, I think it's important that, you know, people that are around you, believe it or not, will bring, you know, the first partners to you. And, and it's true because it's always about relationships, right? And, and, you know, my first partner came to me through a childhood friend that I knew from elementary school. And um, I was introduced to this gentleman by the name of Josh. And, uh, you know, from that point on, you know, we started kicking it. And, you know, it's really about fusion and, you know, state of mind and, and making sure that, you know, your dreams and, and, and your, your business philosophies are in line with people. I think that's key, right? And once you figure that part out, kind of know what works for you. Then, you know, when you cast your net out as you're going along, you kind of have this, you know, ad hoc algorithm of what works, right? And if you keep your mind clear, you know, you can keep that and keep on casting your net and keep on hooking the right fish, right? That That's that's fundamental, right? So, so you know, I think, you know, with that, that was my first, you know, portion of it. Then the second portion was, okay, have a good friend. He's invested. We've created product. We need to continue. How do I navigate? How do I find my next sum of money to continue this dream? Right. So a lot of times we got to do what we got to do. Right. So, you know, a year and a half ago, I've been an entrepreneur my whole life. And I faced the, the fact that I had a son um, separated. I'm doing a business. I need to make money and I said, what do I do? I haven't done thumb and nails work in forever. I did TaskRabbit. Dude, I went on TaskRabbit and I busted my butt. I did what I had to do, right? So you're asking me, how does that connect with money? I had to figure out a route to get me afloat and to continue the dream, right? Mm -hmm. So I went on TaskRabbit and believe it or not, I was the best toilet bowl cleaner the best organizer, the best mover that you had ever seen in New York. I hooked it up. So one day I got hooked up on a job and here I was basically about to quit moving three to 500 pound objects downstairs. I mean, I was being abused, I thought, but I said one thing to myself that day, start and don't finish I mean, finish what you start. Bottom line is what I was trying to say. And I worked, it was an 18-hour day. At the end of that day, I was shocked because the person who hired me was the next investor in my company. And that to me, I said, I was taken aback and I said, wow, can you imagine that? Not knowing where that next fund is going to come from. And you're busting your butt. You don't give up and you go to the end. And then you get a surprise, a guy out of nowhere all of a sudden starts talking about GPUs and AI, and that is the last thing you would expect upstate New York in some forest, right? So there you go. All I had to do was basically work, dude. And one road, I just realized, man, just like any road is like the yellow brick road. It takes you there. Just do the right thing and just know what you're kind of looking for, and it'll come to you as long as you do the right steps. So that was that. Now, Michael can jump in here and tell you about the next step, which is the VC run that we've been going at, and this is what we've been doing for the past three months, and this was Michael's introduction to the VC world. So we went from seed to angel 
to now doing a VC raise and doing another raise. And what are your thoughts on this part of it, Michael? So it just back ties back to my um, journalism uh, days when publicists would pitch me stories, and I because now it's it's their job, right? So um, we would I would go through the stories, but I was most impressed by and Tal, I think you know this because we've talked about it before. Uh, publicists had actually read what I've written and made a connection, right, mm -hmm. with it. And it wasn't blind, and it was it referenced stuff I've written, how it pertains to them, and it was always something that you know I said, wow, these people put the time in. Even if I'm not going to do this story, it doesn't this or whatever. I'm still going to write back, you know, and develop a relationship with them because those are the kind of publicists you want to work with. Anyway, to tie back to this, we've done the same thing with pitching VCs. So what happens is we do research on, you know, the top 10 VCs in gaming or, you know, the VCs you don't know about, what have you. So it's a research process and we find those right VCs and um, we go into Crunchbase, we find companies they, you know, invested in, we find quotes from them. I could share a really funny story, Boris, you know, the one with, um, with Ben. Yeah, well, yeah, and, you know, it's kind of funny because right before we did that outreach, it was during the holidays. Right, and Michael right, said right. to me, Michael goes to me, hey, Boris, I mean, you know, we're going into Christmas and New Year's. Do you think we should do our outreach? And I said, you know, Michael, hell yeah, because I know during my holidays, I'm looking at my phone, looking at new deals coming in, looking at what's happening, and I think these guys want to look at something interesting. So I yeah. said – Let's do our outreach while everybody else is freaking sleeping. Exactly. So, so let me just backtrack the outreach for one second. So, so that's what we do. So, a letter has to be customized. Like, you can't just like send a VC like some like, hey, this is our company. Like, it's boring. It doesn't show you've done anything. So, we would write each single venture capitalist uh, a handmade, a handmade, a customized intro saying, "I know you invested in so and so." And you said this about gaming and that about gaming. Let let it, let me introduce you to Wonder. And those letters got responses, uh, right? I, I got to tell you something. Like, there's this VC named Ben Horowitz. He's really big. In fact, yeah. if you Google Ben Horowitz, he's number one. And it was right during Christmas. And Boris was right. Like, oh, screw it. Let's do this. So he loves Run DMC. He loves them. So the email subject said... <laughs> what, what, what was the boys like walk this way it was some, right. a quote from what he wrote us back that's so, yeah and, and you know and th this is the point i think in all of this i think we we turned it into a game right so you know these guys they gave us a wink i guess you want to say we're looking yeah. at you kids you know and we're like okay cool so you know, we've been doing our outreach. A lot of people, you know, in the industry, some of the big VCs know of us. And they're like, wow, we like what you're doing. And no, but we're not giving you funds right now because they, they want to see. Like, they're like, hey, you know, he, here we are. We're talking, you know, a game. We're saying we're, we're, we're getting into, you know, an industry and we're going to disrupt, right? So, you know, as we're going here, you know, we're talking with these guys that normally do. Um, you know, series A's or B's, but, you know, we're early. So um, it's been interesting. And, you know, at this point, Michael, what, what, what do you feel from the outreach that we've been doing with VCs? 
into other avenues of funding? What, what, what's your thinking so far? Um, well, like I said, like anybody's listening to this should know if they want to be entrepreneurial and raise funds, they got to be meticulous about who they reach out to and just there's no blank, you know, there's just no, no, you don't get a spreadsheet and just email everybody the same thing. So I just want to drive that point home that know who you're talking to, right? You're always prepared for who you're talking to. A letter is no different. Um, exactly. But one thing to keep in mind, though, no matter what, when you're fundraising, as you're, you know, doing your fundraising, you have to continue building your company, continue yeah. building your platform, continue to get yourself ready to get to market. You have to figure that out because you have a certain amount of money to work with and you have to make sure that every penny is being used to get you into market. That is key. So no matter what the fund, the fundraising is definitely going to help. But I assure you that if you don't have that, that, that game plan to get to market, that I think will hurt. That's my thinking. Oh, of course. Yeah, right. Because they, these VCs, you can talk and you can write a really. Life is full of awesome what ifs and some not so much, like unexpected medical costs. That's why United Healthcare provides Health Protector Guard fixed indemnity insurance plans to supplement your primary plan and help manage out of pocket costs. Learn more at uh1.com. Hey, Dave. Yeah, Randy. Since we founded Bombas, we've always said our socks, underwear, and t shirts are super soft. Any new ideas? Maybe sublimely soft or disgustingly cozy. Wait, what? I got it. Bombas. Absurdly comfortable essentials for yourself and for those facing homelessness. Because one purchased equals one donated. Wow, did we just write an ad? Yes. Bombas. Big comfort for everyone. Go to bombas.com slash ACAST and use code ACAST for 20% off your first purchase. Fabulous letter. But at the end of the day, they want a product. <laughs> right. Yeah. Exactly. Yeah. You know, it's, it's, it's like the music industry, you know, like how it changed. But now they're looking for built-in audiences and, and seeing track records, which is understandable. So for us, this is perfect because, you know, our platform allows us to scale like that. You know, we've done a game in 2009 that was web-based. That was my first web game that we've ever done. It was Flash-based. It was called Wall Street Massacre, Murder Madoff. It was a spoof, you know, and I, I, I loved it. We created the site in one month, created the game in one month. It was played over 2.5 million times, 800,000 page views, man. And, and it was amazing to see how web gaming works. So with the infrastructure that we built with our platform, right, with these games, our first game that we're doing, Michael, should, should I disclose the name or, or should we give it the episodic name? Um, I don't know. This would be the first reveal. The first reveal. <laughs> well, oh, you, you don't have you can you can you can keep it keep the suspense, but I, I mean, so that people will be like, oh, I'm curious, but um, yeah, yeah, okay, 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 okay. We yeah. won't give it away yet, but it is an amazing game. I'm already addicted to it myself, and not because I created it, because it makes me want to play. It's immersive. It's freaking awesome, dude. I, I love it. It's, um, it's it's crazy like the 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 game like th that's the interest i this is what i really love about our brand okay is that it's led by people that you know uh, that have that understand pop culture that have played games in the 80s and 90s and this game is like will be very familiar to people instantly because it's a 
a mix between like a Donkey Kong and Pac-Man kind of vibe, right? So you get that kind of like 80s arcade realness with a 2018 technology spin. Wow. Yes, and the realistic environments, the immersiveness. I mean, the thing is, people speak of immersiveness, but they don't realize it's when you're inside of a 360 you know, environment and you're actually able to turn around and just see it as a whole. So a lot of people connect that with VR, right? But believe me, when you have that in your face and it's moving around quickly and, and you're moving fast through it, it's really a, a, an experience, man. I, and I love it. I really, really do. It's a, it's a machine, man. It really is. It's basically, just think about it this way. It's like you are attached with a supercomputer in the sky, right? I mean, our, 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 our platform, you know, powers this type of game. It powers AR. It powers VR on the web. Right. But we're starting here with gaming first. And, you know, it's, it, I think that power alone is really amazing. Yeah. Yeah. See, that's why I love talking to you, too. I mean, look, if you look at what we've covered in today's interview, it's the story of how you're, you're creating something that's disruptive. It's new. It's engaging. It's giving people the power. But it's also it's not dumbing things down. It's like the same quality for, you know, democratized way. You talk about the process of. You know, you know, Michael, you said you got to know what you're doing. Like, even if you're reaching out to someone, you really have to know your stuff. Understand the person you're reaching out to. How can they help you? You know, Boris, yes. you talked about the importance of working hard and seeing that, that finish line always, even, even if you have to take a little detour. Because a lot of times people get discouraged when they don't, um, you know, the timeline doesn't work when they want it to work, right? You know, life happens and they're like, ah, oh, I guess I have to give up. But you, I think a lot of people quit right before they're about to experience some tremendous amount of success and and yours came in the form of you know someone that you, th that client you said you were working 16 hours or something and all of a sudden this guy talks about ai and that's that's the importance of what happens in today's world and i think there's an interesting juxtaposition that comes to play here where we currently live in this in the most globalized time the most digitalized time you're also creating something that can connect a lot of people from different cultures and it's through digital media have you both uh, uh, thought about the power of what you could do when you bring all these gamers or game developers together and, and what impact that could could have in terms of providing jobs, in terms of giving people an escape, in terms of just making sure people feel better about themselves. Yeah, I mean, I, I, I do. I got to tell you, like, uh, one of the most, ex one of, there are many exciting, but one of the most exciting um exciting vibes I have about, about this is the joy that we have of bringing, um, bringing people together that would not have had this opportunity, you know, being able to watch people not only create something that they love and that energy is like palpable, right. And watching people enjoy playing something we created. Like there's nothing better than seeing a smile on somebody's face because of something that you put out there. Yeah, I, I have to second that. That's incredible. Uh, I mean, I don't know. I get excited when I hear entrepreneurs like you talk about these things. Um, all right, so uh, before we sort of wrap up with other things, what, what are things that we can look forward to? How can people like engage with you? What are you most excited about? Yeah, so, so if people want to engage with us right now, they could go to wonder, wnbr.com and go to our contact page, leave us a note, 
um, and uh, we're always getting in touch. Uh, we are, you know, getting our social media in play right now. We've been uh, in the lab for the past few months, and we're just busting out our voice. And I have to say, this is actually our our first uh, interview like this. So we'd like to thank you so much um, for yeah. uh, you know giving us uh, you know the the, the card uh, blanche here to, to, to speak <laughs> our minds of what we're doing. I really appreciate that. Of course, man. Um, yeah, no, this is, I love, I love what you're doing. Like, you know, the mission statement of this podcast is use your difference to make a difference. That's the foundation of anything I do, right? So I, th- I you both are doing something unique, it's different, you know, and, you know, it, it might sound simple when you're saying it, but then, you know, no one really thought of it before so or did anything on it. So I, I love that's the fact, cool. yeah, yeah, I mean, and, and, and I think that that story is inspiring, Um but speaking of that mission statement, that's what I always ask my guests towards the end of the interview, how they use their differences to make a difference. So I'm going to give you two an opportunity to talk about how you uh, individually use your difference to, talk, uh, to make a difference. Yes, 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 yes. Wow. So, so in short, um, you know, I'm the black sheep, but I needed to learn quickly. So I had to basically train myself to really get the best uh, from people that were around me. And the key is, is this, you have to level up as quickly as possible, learn as quickly as possible to figure it out, to get to the next step, because that's what it ultimately is, right? Leveling up and building product and, and doing what you love. And, and I think that if you go with a clear mind and the right people, I mean, this is for real, you need the right people around you on a day-to-day basis to make the right decisions to move forward. Get the E out and just go. There's no need for the ego. Everybody's here to help, and that's how we all win. That's the only way. You cannot do this on your own. Forget yeah. about it. If you think you're going to do this on your own, dude, step aside because it doesn't happen. There's a lot of people along the way. You help them. They help you. It's just part of it, dude. So, you know, Get a story that you love. Get a story that other people love. Sync with other people. And that's the way that it's going to work. You. Wow. Nice. Nice. What about you, Michael? Um, let me see. I, I think that, <clears throat> of course, we, we're our team. And one of the key things that I've learned on this journey so far is um, that – you know, we all we all have such dynamic strengths, right? And um, it's it's really it's encouraging, exciting because um, I have grown a lot. Weaknesses I've had, I've been able to move up the ladder and be a stronger person. And um, you know, walking to an industry I know very little about nine months and be able to really turn out some some good work. So. I use that as an example to some new people and just people in life that like I have another friend, she's starting an app and, you know, I said to her, like, you can do this. Like you can do this. You just have to do it. Right. And And do it right. And do it right. (laughs) And do it right. And you will learn it. And if you have to, you know, lock yourself in a room for a month, learn it and then you'll know it, you know? So I just think that's really important to yeah. uh, spend the time empowering yourself with knowledge and confidence. I love it. Yes. And anybody can do anything. You can wrap your head around anything and truly understand the mechanics of it and truly understand how to position yourself with 
any object, with any business model, with anything that you want. I mean, that that is serious. So me and Michael and our team, we're, we're taking on gaming because we love it. We love doing it. And we know a lot of people love doing it. And that's that's what we're doing right now, man. And it's amazing. So I would love for everybody to join us. And, and, and I want to thank Michael. Michael has been my boy. He is amazing. <laughs> and I want to say thank you for being with me. And then and Teo, thank you so much for having us today. This is truly amazing, man. Thank yeah. you. Hey, yeah. Hey, pleasure is mine. I mean, I, I'm merely the, the 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 vehicle, the guide, but this is this is all you. And, and I'm glad that we, the world, has to hear your stories, both of you. You're not just saying this cliche things. You've lived out, you know, the uh, the lives that you've talked about. You know, you've, you've gone through the grind. You've done it across several industries, and I'm sure a lot of people are going to feel. Uh, motivational lessons from this. So thank you both for blessing us with your knowledge. Awesome. Wow. Thank you. You've just been listening to the As Told by Nomads podcast. For more ways to reach out to Tayo and to use your difference to make a difference, head over to www.tayoroxon.com. Ever catch yourself eating the same flavorless dinner three days in a row? Dreaming of something better? Well, HelloFresh is your guilt-free dream come true, baby. It's me, Kiki Palmer. Let's wake up those taste buds with hot, juicy pecan-crusted chicken or garlic-butter shrimp scampi. Mm. Hello Fresh. Stop dreaming of all the delicious possibilities and dig in at HelloFresh.com. Let's get this dinner party started. Planning for your next trip? Elevate your travel style with Quince. Quince has all the jet-setting essentials you'll want for your next getaway, like European linen, premium luggage options, buttery soft Italian leather bags, and so much more. And is all priced at 50% to 80% less than similar brands. Plus, Quince only works with factories that use safe and ethical manufacturing practices. Pack your bags with high-quality essentials you'll be wearing for vacations to come with Quince. Go to quince.com slash pack for free shipping and 365-day returns.